Hi, before we get started with the episode, we just wanted to point you in the direction of the social accounts we've set up for the show to help you guys engage with us and communicate and get involved with our show. You can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. Emailing us will really be the best way to talk to us directly and conversate with us on air during the show. Also, be sure to like You Can't Disappoint a Podcast on Facebook. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter at You Can't Disappod. That's Disappod like Disappoint. So there's one S and two P's. Well, thanks for tuning in and let's kick off the episode. Here we go. <laughs> Last call. What is taking so long? Hand them a sandwich. Try it. My duty meat is going crazy. Girls are supposed to dance. That's why God gave them parts that jiggle. I'm fat and I'm physical. Smiling sideways vagina. I am a Spanish genius. This is not a meteor. It's a cooking one. My name's Alex. You're like the exact opposite of an antioxidant. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bert, I got self-esteem falling out of my butt. Oh, oh your, your parents, parents are, are the boys! Yeah. So you have to pee. I yeah. need to talk to you. Do you have to pee? No. You could be a plumber! I thought it was pain, but I'm just bleeding. Talk about luck. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. nice. Fight! That's black. That's racist. Damn. You've become something unstoppable. I hereby pronounce you a community. What's up, every guys? What? Every guys? <laughs> nice. What's up, nice. every guys? Welcome to a very special incarnation of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, the only community podcast that there is, and that's a proven fact. It's a very <laughs> special episode this week because we're finally done with season one. Yeah, like, thank sorry. God. No, I'm just, just kidding. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've hit a, a cool moment. Uh, on to the, the next, on to the new, but, but let's, let's take a look back at where we've been, Zach. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of a victory lap tonight. And to do this, we have some very special guests, the other only community podcast that there is. We've got Dom and Andre of the famous Dom and Andre in the morning here with us. What's up, guys? Hello. Hello. I'm Dom. And I'm Andre. <laughs> I don't want to do the, the, the thing. No. No. I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can imagine how that normally would be followed. Uh, so <laughs> for you guys that don't already know of Dom and Andre, what can you guys uh, tell people about what it is you guys do? Uh, it, w- the same thing as you guys, <laughs> except, uh, no, pretty much the same thing as you guys, but we also talk about the story circle at the end of the episode. I think that's pretty much the, the only difference. And I think that's a great angle and yeah. just, I don't know, based a lot off of your, your Twitter presence, I really appreciate the, I don't know, the kind of weird counterculture thing that you guys got going on over oh. there. Thank God. That's exactly that's exactly what we're going for. So uh, yeah, we, wa- we we do watch the Chevy Chase show sometimes. Uh, the the short lived um, Fox late night show starring Chevy Chase. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. So it's not like a sketch comedy show. It's like he's no. Jay Leno. No, yeah, he started unfortunately at the exact same time as Conan O'Brien, and then he was oh. done within twenty eight days. It was he started the week between Conan starting and Letterman starting. Oh wow. my god, it was That's like a tough time. Conan, Chevy Chase. How Letterman. old would Chevy have been then? 
Ooh. Um, Too old to be doing that. He still looks young. We've determined he starts looking old right around the year 2000. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> almost, almost exactly. We have that pinpointed. But yeah, we watched we watched the Chevy Chase show. We talked about math last week. So there's some fun, you know, crazy, wacky, extra content sometimes. Totally. Uh, you know, to I think it. it's about time that we bring this bitter rivalry to a close and break bread together. <laughs> because you know, honestly, even though on paper, sure, we're the exact same show, I don't think that's true at all. I think we both got our own thing going on. And I also think that, you know, if you listen to one of us, you'll probably like the other one. So if you haven't uh, checked out Dom and Andre's show before, you should go do it. Yeah. Give it a cool. listen. Thank you. And I'm excited to, you know, have people that are at the exact same spot pretty much in the show to look back and talk about season one, just kind of relax as a whole. It's been a lot of fun. Have you guys had fun podcasting about it? I mean, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Andre, have you had fun? Yeah, it's been fun. I enjoy this. It's been interesting. <laughs> I feel like this is like a, a blink twice if you're being kidnapped situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Andre holds Someone up a tiny piece of paper that says "Help me." <laughs> it's been well, really cool. he knows. You know, I I text him that we need to do the podcast, and he says, "Oh God, I just woke up from a dream about Al Gore." <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, that actually happened, didn't it? That, that's hot. something that I actually <laughs> did text you. Al Gore, I, I, I feel you. That's ya. not a bit. <laughs> was it a nightmare, or was it like you guys were just hanging out? I I don't remember. I remember Al Gore I, I being I feel like there, it was but... a positive dream if like Al Gore was in it. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It could have been like some sort of climate change for a dream. Though, so. <laughs> Come with me, Andre. We have to save the climate. <laughs> it's up awesome. to you. <laughs> so... Had you guys done any podcasting type stuff before? Was this your first foray into into the medium? Ooh, I mean, yeah, I I guess so. I mean, I've you know dabbled in the world of the internet before, but I think this is, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it was something I'd always like kicked around, but I just like never felt the impetus. But then I was like really obsessed with community again. And Andre had just started watching it, like, you know, since it got added to Netflix. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this is like, we could talk about this. There can't be anyone else who, like, still cares about community. Like, <laughs> right? what a deep dive. We um, were all, like, in it, obviously, not just being the two of us. There are at least 10 really cool shows run by awesome people that all of a sudden I think we're like, hey, this, this community <laughs> show is kind of catching a wave. Let's yeah. let's hop on that. And we all did it pretty much the same time. But it's cool. I love that – I've said it a thousand times. I love that we all hang out instead of it being oh, – yeah. 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 Totally. I figured we'd start off with the negative and talk about the worst of season one. Before talking about like specific bottom episodes, what are things that like – of a show that we obviously talk about because of how much we love it, and there are so many more things we love than we hate. What do what do you think season one did like wrong, or worse than it did the things it does right? Uh, am I am I <laughs> to anyone? I'll open that question to the floor. Um, yeah, I I mean looking at like the lows, I have this big chart in front of me of like the averages and like the like basically our two ratings that we gave in each episode mm -hmm. and then the averages for all those. And honestly, like looking at these episodes, like communication studies, basic genealogy stick out. Um, it, it's really just like, uh, 
normal sitcom episodes. Like at its worst, it's yeah. just like a plot driven, like romance driven kind of derivative sitcom. Like at its very, very totally. Worst. I definitely talk a lot about how the pilot of community I really enjoy, but it kind of feels like a pilot of a different, more uh, color inside the lines show than what it ended up being. And there are a handful of episodes in the first season that kind of feel like what more episodes of that show would have been. And the ones that you bring up are definitely some of those. And they're still good. But when you bring it up to something like contemporary American poultry or or like physical education, you know, there's, there's a stark difference between the type of type of thing going on. What do you think, yeah. Stephen? Yeah, I think the the parts of community that that you know, even if they don't rub me the wrong way, they certainly don't rub me right. Is like when like you know they they really egg on like the romances or Jeff being just like really sleazy and and kind of a douche. And I think they just it took a little bit to figure out what they wanted to do with everybody, but once they figured it out, it was great. But you know, it's just and you have so many characters, it, it gets tough. It. Yeah, it really surprised me almost how much for most of the first half of the season, I did not care for Jeff at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it did change, and I thought they did that really well, and it seemed like a like a uh, on-purpose change. But Andre, had you watched all of the show before you guys started recording, or were you kind of watching as you're doing it? I have watched, like, almost all the way through season three, I think. Okay. And nothing nice. after that. So like I stopped watching it once we started doing the pod. And then Dom, have you been a fan for a long time? Yeah, I think I was watching it as it came out starting at like season four. That's where I was um, too. And I wasn't very attuned to like what was going on with the show at that point. In fact, it's even possible that maybe the reason I caught up is because I read like an article about what was going on or something. But I just know I was caught up, like, from then on. I think so, too. I'm also someone who, like, I watched Arrested Development for the first time because I kept seeing reports of there maybe being an Arrested Development movie. I was like, oh, so it's this cult thing that's getting picked back up. That's Mm -hmm. probably something worth going and looking at. Uh, So, Andre, not having seen much of it before, how do you feel about Jeff? Do you think he's consistent as a character, or do you think he starts out kind of shitty? (laughs) Yeah, I think he definitely starts out out pretty bad pretty bad he's like not a not a great person uh, yeah i think he improves though throughout season one i think he's a much different character than he was at the beginning without feeling like you know like an ebenezer scrooge overnight he's seen the error of his ways i feel like they do it really gradually and they still let him screw up a lot of times and yeah. they still let him be selfish but he he opens up his circle so let's talk about what we think are the bottom three episodes dom i'll let you go first since i think you might have already spoiled a couple of them well, yeah, sorry. I wasn't sure okay. if this is something we were specifically going to okay. get to. I mean, so it looks like, I mean, apparently, so my absolute lowest is weirdly communication studies, which we had physical education in between communication studies and basic genealogy. And so I think yeah. in, in that week, I like forgot that I had rated communication studies so low. Mm-hmm. If I could go back and like fudge the scales, I would probably take basic genealogy down to be the lowest. Yeah. Um, Andre and I lined up on that pretty much exactly. So, but I think it's still fair to say those two. And after that, I'm not, sh- I think this is even what came out of like our numbers is probably after that, the pilot. Wow. Yeah. 
See, I know a lot of people have problems with the pilot, and I totally see mm-hmm. them because it is very conventional. But I think I just love the show so much, and things like the introduction of Abed are handled so well in that episode that it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy. That I I have to give it at least like a learning curve because it's the first episode. What episode of a great comedy show? What pilot episode of a great comedy show is ever great? Like the Thirty Rock one is terrible almost, <laughs> and and I don't know. The Office had a really rocky. So many great comedy shows took their time. So I'm willing to forgive that. But I do agree with you on the other two, for sure. Mm-hmm. Steven, what have you got? All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna come through with my, my bracket busters. I, my <laughs> list... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, my, my three bottom, going from three to, to one, one being the worst. Number three, I've got Advanced Criminal Law. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. What? I know. I was not, not my expecting favorite. that. That's not a... my favorite one. Okay. Um... Number two, I've got the season one finale, Pascal's Triangle Revisited. Okay. Yeah, I know. Which Whoa. for me, it's it's because I'm big on like how do you how do you end it? How do you wrap it up? And I did not like the ending of that episode. Give us a little bit for the other one too. Why do you say uh, uh, Advanced Criminal Law? I think that's a pretty popular early episode. I think I just didn't like Britta in that episode. And because that's the one right where she's gets uh, where she cheated on the test and then like she didn't tell them and then they all were like yeah and then she's like I'm leaving or whatever yeah yeah there's the whole thing I feel like not my cup of tea I remember the crimes being more Jeff than Britta from what I remember yeah and I think I don't remember exactly yeah I'm trying to remember exactly like the specifics (laughs) but I remember I did not like like Jeff or Britta in that one and that's that's a double whammy for me and then my least favorite episode. Uh, is the art of discourse because I don't think it's funny. Mm. That's like the non hipster answer for Schmitty. least favorite first season episode. Yeah. So what's Schmitty. why is that one worse than all of them? Is it specifically because of the annoying teenagers? I think it's it's that I didn't really love that plot and I wasn't super into the other stuff going on. But it's mostly the teenagers because that's another I, one where I dislike both Jeff and Britta in the episode, and and that's. Yeah, I don't like that they force. stooped to the kids' level in it. I think it w- it was a little bit too childish on their parts. But I don't know. I can't say the episode's bad just because characters that were supposed to be annoying were annoying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, they did exactly what they were trying to do. Uh, so I don't know if any of mine... Well, I guess a couple might agree. For my third, my least bad of the bad, I have the politics of human sexuality. And I think mm. a lot of that for me is the Jeff plot. I think the the date that he's on the it just mm-hmm. falls really flat and really like almost like two and a half men like the types of women that like charlie sheen would be betting <laughs> yeah. on a show like that and uh i don't know i really like some of the stuff about the std fair and i really like doreen in that episode but mm-hmm. i remember that one being that was one that was kind of light on the laughs and that i didn't really care for the yeah. story uh second worst i've got pascal's triangle revisited and i feel like you guys enjoyed that one quite a bit there are a lot of things I enjoy about that one. I don't know. There's some really funny bits, but the Britta and Slater and Jeff of it all just rings so false to me that I can't watch it without something bumming me out pretty bad. And then for my <laughs> worst episode of the season, I agree with Dom and Andre. I've got basic genealogy. It's one that I struggle mm-hmm. to even think of anything I remember liking about that when any of the funny bits I know there were some in there that we would it's have pointed out when we talked Catherine about it. McPhee come on oh now. and it's of course it's got uh, uh, Britta being spanked by Troy's grandma so that's, so that's the standout that 
that's like why that episode seems to sit well with some people is they remember that from it. Mm-hmm. But if you revisit it, it feels like they had a draft of the episode and hadn't quite figured out how to resolve all the threads or fit it all <laughs> in. Yeah. And then they just like never finished it. That's they're like, fair. Yeah, no one's, no one's going to care about the Shirley and Abed plot anyways. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, that one uh, moment that ties it all together with Jeff and whatever Catherine McPhee's character's name was burst into the classroom is so funny. And it's such a perfect community, like everything coming in and leading up to that one moment. But yeah. yeah, the the romance in that episode I couldn't even try to care about because it has one episode only written all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Pascal's, I think, I mean the the jet or the Britta and Slater thing is definitely that's what we spent like the whole time with um, Jen of Community Rewatch podcasts like talking mm-hmm. about with that episode is it's just like so strange and out of the blue and like very like anti-feminist in many ways and just mm-hmm. like inconsistent to their characters even so like yeah. you can have bad characters doing bad things but not when that's not their character and uh yeah but but i think it's all right it's it's fan servicey i think is is mm-hmm. but it's you know it's it is definitely one of those episodes that when they probably wrote out their kind of sketch of what the season looked like, I bet that was in there. And you can tell when those episodes come up because they're yep. very paint by numbers. But I think it's hard to say that that's worse. Yeah, I'm surprised you think that's worse than some of the other, like worse than English as a second language. I like English as a second. language. I have English as a second language coming in about towards the top of the second third of episodes on my list so kind of middle of the road what was what was without just uh telling what we said on all of our episodes to each other what was your problem with that one i i don't have a huge problem with that one i'm just saying like you like it's uh, it's Pascal's quite a bit better uh, very slightly better i think okay. it's just because they're next to each other that i think that makes them easy to compare mm-hmm. i just think english as a second language is probably even more paint by numbers than that one but it's it's I think a little more it's a little more inventive than like you know basic genealogy or communication yeah. studies in my opinion still. But I put yeah, basic just... genealogy at the bottom. That wasn't on your list of bottom at all, was it, Stephen? No, basic genealogy. You went with <laughs> advanced criminal law, which I have fairly high. I think it's in my top half of episodes of the season. I think that's one of the standout early episodes. But that's whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to fun to disagree. I don't think there are any episodes of the first season that are bad. Like, if I end up making a, top, a bottom 10 of the entire series, I don't know if any of those episodes would fall on it. We'll have to see. There, mm-hmm. there are definitely some ones I can think of, like multiple, that I don't remember being crazy about. Yeah. Andre, I don't know for if... you, what were your, like, uh, your bottom bottom three? Pretty much in line with, with Dom? Or? Um, yeah, the only one I think he ha- I, I had Art of Discourse much lower than Dom did. Um, <laughs> and I think that that was probably... Because we had some like uh, great inflation going on in our ratings in the previous episodes, <laughs> so I knocked it down a little bit for that. And then I went I in, think... and I said yeah, it was starting at a two point five, and then I had to bring it back up to a three point four. You're so, so right. <laughs> well, and what isn't it? Uh, American poultry 
Art of is Discourse, right Modern too. Warfare. Yeah. It's yeah. like two of the very best episodes of the season with one of the worst, like, sandwich in the middle. Yeah, with, with Scott's Tots right there in the middle. So. <laughs> I don't hate Scott's I like Tots. Scott's it's just tots. massively oh, uncomfortable. No. <laughs> it's oh, at, unwatchable. It's painful. I understand that, but it's not because it's badly written. The the, the hey, comic Mrs. idea Scott, of it is brilliant, but do? it's so uncomfortable to, to watch. Country. No, I think, I mean, without getting too far, uh, not to make this an office <laughs> That's okay. podcast. We can talk about whatever. But I think... I think that the fact that Scott's Tots is like unwatchable for me actually makes it the best episode of The Office. Because <laughs> overall, I don't like The Office that much. The change but... in Andre's face when you said that. <laughs> I could tell that it hurted him. <laughs> hurt like, him. It's, it's so bad that it's good. Like, is that, <laughs> that type of thing for you there, Tom? I'm a big fan of like Nathan for you and some just I, I like mm-hmm. I like cringy humor when the person who's making you cringe is in on the joke. If it's mm-hmm. cringy because mm-hmm. someone is not aware of what they're doing, it's it's awful. But I can't well, help but to, laugh at it. Take it back to the art of discourse. I think that that is intentional cringe. Mm-hmm. What I don't oh, yeah. think is intentional cringe is um, Britta. Well, I guess that's intentional cringe. <laughs> no, Britta what were going you up say? for the crown is intentional. Oh, intentional cringe. Yeah, that that was that was great. Well, a lot of what we talked about last week, I think a lot of what they do works because the conversation that Duncan and Britta have, and then the conversations that Shirley and Britta have, set up you. You can understand why Britta is like buying into the beauty pageant thing. It's just that she says "I love you" to Jeff after like mm. she's been pretty wanto in when it comes to talking about something between them, even if she's. Feeling more than she's saying. Uh, we talked about, I don't think Britta is the type of person to say I love you to someone like five months into a relationship. She seems like someone that would would really struggle to get to that point with somebody. And for her to just throw it around willy-nilly as a statement mm-hmm. uh, didn't feel true to the character that they had built at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost spilled my water. Uh, next, I want to talk about, before we get to our favorite episodes for each of us, we just finished and got the results of the Twitter bracket tournament we've been doing for a while to see what people think the best episode is. It came down to, I thought it was kind of an interesting top two. It was Modern Warfare, which is kind of a given, mm-hmm. and Physical Education, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of an yeah, interesting Yeah, I was surprised Physical Education, uh, like I was happy that it did, but I was surprised that it ended up in the top. Some of it comes down to, you know, when you do a bracket style thing that sometimes really good ones get kicked out just because of what they're up against in other rounds. Mm-hmm. But I think it's to no surprise that everyone ended up going with uh, Modern Warfare. I think it was like a 76% lead over yeah. physical education. <laughs> uh, I'll open it up with my favorite episodes. I feel pretty confident in my top five. In fifth place, I've got physical education, which I think is so funny. Uh, all of the class-based episodes of season one are really great because they're not mm. quite as silly as they get in the later seasons, but they still take relatable concepts like pottery and dance and and, and in this one pe and they they really flip it and i really love that episode the the coach bogner is a great guest appearance yeah uh, i love everything about that episode number four i've got beginner pottery which i all the things i like about physical education are the things that i like about beginner pottery too that one just has a slight edge above it i think probably because of the sailing class uh the a story <laughs> b story ratio in that episode is really strong mm-hmm. 
And number three, I've got Modern Warfare. I think it's a little bit overrated, but you can't deny that it's the episode that put the show on the map. And I'm sure for a lot of us, when we were watching Community for the first time, it was the episode that was like, whoa, what is this show doing? Mm. So you can't (laughs) deny it, but there are two that I like more than it. My second favorite being Comparative Religion just has a huge spot in my heart. I see the face Dom is making. I, I think they, I love that for a sitcom on television, there's thoughtful conversation about difference in religion, something that you never see in shows like this. And they find a way to do it that's thoughtful and funny and still has the same like Christmas special episode vibes that you want. There are a lot of things I like mm-hmm. about that episode. And my number one, I go with contemporary American poultry. I think it's so great. I think. Hmm. Uh, a lot of the reasons why people like Modern Warfare the most, I, I, I get a lot of that out of contemporary American poultry as a different type of movie fan. I wasn't so much an action movie kid. I liked a lot of the dramas and and kind of uh, kind of fringe films, and that movie picks at a lot of that in a way that I, or that episode picks a lot at that in a way that I like. And it's such a great Abed episode. I think it's one of the best Abed episodes of the first season. Yeah, and that's what sure. I got. Somebody else talk now. All right, Andre, what, what what are your top five? Okay, so number five is Debate 109. Okay, good choice. Um, I, I love that episode. I loved the debate. We got the the first little bit of Jeff and Annie, which I'm still not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> Us uh, either. Just in general. Um, <laughs> but I really liked Abed, Abed's storyline in Debate mm-hmm. 109. Um, just... I loved all all of it. Uh, it got it got a pretty high rating for me early in the season. Yeah. Um, number four, environmental science. I really like that episode a lot. Mm-hmm. That's I, my number six. It just got edged out. Um, I gave this one point zero one higher than my highest episode. Is how I rated it. <laughs> nice. Um, wow. But I I think it's just like the first time we saw all of the characters sort of. We saw where they were going with all the characters, mm-hmm. so I really, really enjoyed that one. Number three, the science of illusion, um, and honestly, I don't remember what the science of illusion is. Can someone fill me in here? That that's one the... that I disagree with you guys on. I, that's kind of a middle of the road one. That's the prank episode where the cadaver falls out a window. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, that, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't this have is the, the buddy cop low, episode, right? Yeah. The yep. buddy cop okay. stuff Abed, really carries Abed it. Being, being mm-hmm. the director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, it I'm was I'm not crazy Abed. about the Brita prank subplot in that episode, so that took that down quite a bit for me. But the buddy cop stuff is is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we got number two is Contemporary American Poultry. Nice. Um, loved everything about that episode. Mm-hmm. Just the... The chicken fingers as currency is hilarious to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and really seeing how Abed interacts with other people. Yeah. And how he he interacts through the chicken fingers. Um, I love pretty much any episode that has Abed character development like that. And number one, Modern Warfare. Sure. <laughs> Just yeah. an outstanding episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Dumb. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess me it. then. Go for so, it. So, yeah, I, I'm Andre. Did you read those straight off of what your ratings were? Yeah. Your okay. Oh yeah. So, because I I might I might fudge how I strictly rated them, and I'll I'll explain kind of as I as I look through these, but because 
the one standout I'm seeing that I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to arbitrarily pluck out of this is I gave romantic expressionism an unusually high score. That's that a good, I, solid yeah. episode. But I very much regret giving it a, let's see, a 4.7. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> might be a I little mean, high. It's a solid four or up a little bit, I would say. Yeah, so uh, Andre gave it 4.4, okay. which I think is, like, more how I yeah. liked it. Well, if I, I gave it a 4.1. Oh, you did? 4.4 oh, did is the average. Hmm. Oh, yeah, you, you oh, brought yeah. the average up there with your yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. 4.7. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so arbitrarily, I'm going to pluck that one out. But for the most part, I think this is otherwise straight from, like, how we rated them. Uh, with maybe one other exception that, again, I'll explain. So also, I'll, yeah, I'll go Debate 109. I'll go Environmental Science. Mm-hmm. That's a great sequence of the two episodes. Debate 109 is, I think, just, like, the biggest, like, early standout um, for me. Actually, I'm also taking Intro to Film out of this. <laughs> just because, <laughs> again, like, I just like Debate 109. I like Environmental Science because it just brings everyone together for the first time. And it feels like the first like kind of aha moment for like where Jeff's growth is like starting to come to fruition, mm-hmm. which is what makes the next few episodes feel kind of weird. Cause they have to like, okay, what do we do with Jeff now? Now that like he's <laughs> becoming a better person. Yeah. Um, after that, I would go physical education. Um, as number, what number three. is that number three, the, number three. Yeah. Um, just because I think it's it starts like a new kind of long arc for Jeff just in how his insecurity manifests um, and like how he can have these tantrums and this is still like a part of him that he needs to address like as he becomes more comfortable with the group he has to address that there's also we see this whole new side of like Abed I can't actually remember what else happens in that episode, but I feel like I like the other things that happen there too. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's very efficient with like how everything is managed. That was like the big standout for me is it was like juggling like the kind of everyone else with like, I think it's just the Abed thing mostly. And then also this like big thing with Jeff. And then, um, so I'm going to say then the same final two which is science of illusion as number two and i'm probably gonna say contemporary american poultry as number one even though we rated modern war for the highest mm-hmm. i don't think it's fair to say that that is the best episode because it is only the best and highest like rated episode because it's so earned from the rest of the season so to yeah. me that's just like the the feeling of satisfaction you get from like yeah going through this whole season the icing on the cake i think yeah i think i agree with you modern warfare is is really great but i think uh, there's a difference between what's the best on paper and what's your favorite and which one makes you the happiest and when i look at this it's definitely what i think of all right. Speaking of what makes you the happiest, here's my my top five here. <laughs> All right. So number five, okay. I'm not gonna get too crazy. Uh, number five, contemporary American poultry. Really like wow. the episode. Mm-hmm. Love all the references. It's just a great episode. I like it a lot. I don't really have a lot of qualms with it. 
Um, number four, same as you, Zach, I went beginner pottery. Um, I do like it a little bit more than physical education, but I like physical education, like just a sliver under that. Um, number three for me was also modern warfare. I think it's just really cool and well done, uh, episode with all the cool shots and all the fighting. And then like Chang at the end was just (laughs) chef's kiss. Awesome. Uh, number two, I think this is going to be the most controversial one on my list here. Uh-oh. Football, feminism, and you, which I know some people don't okay. really love that episode, but as a guy who loves Troy as much as I love Troy, that's like the first episode where we really get to kind of see him for more than just like a couple of one-liners, you know, and, and I like that a lot, and I think the human being is utterly terrifying, and that's the, the birth of that. And then my favorite episode of season one is Interpretive Dance. I think it's wow. hilarious. Whoa. I love that wow. episode. I love so much about it. Like, I think when we, when, I don't think I had more fun watching an episode than probably that one of the whole first season. And maybe it's because I, 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 I bust a move that I really, I really like it. But it's a great episode. Uh, well, that's also the, another pretty Troy heavy episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it's Troy yeah, Britta Brita heavy, episode. Which it's yeah. a Britta episode. Steven's yeah. in love with Gillian Jacobs, as I'm sure we all are. So yeah. I think that that does. Really <laughs> uh, I and uh, interpretive dance was fourth in our bracket. It made it to the finals. It was like interpretive dance, physical education, contemporary American poultry, and modern warfare. Which yeah, I, I made like twenty five Twitter accounts to keep voting for interpretive dance. <laughs> A pretty solid sampling of community at its most extreme, and community more as a as a as a, a school show. Yeah, you know? I think it works pretty yeah. well. So we're we're gonna the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna play a game that we put together. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fan the flames of the rivalry just a little bit. I wonder, uh, how icebreaker breakery is this gonna be? Or what do you mean by that? Like... <laughs> you better know what color like underwear <laughs> that Andre or has on. Oh, right it's, now. yeah. It's, everyone has to go around and say <laughs> three uh, unique things about themselves and what makes them special. No, what I put together is a little bit of a. Uh, which podcast duo knows each other better kind of thing. And it's mostly community related, but we're going to kind of go with a, a newlywed game type situation where we're going to see if we're on the same page with our co-hosts. Okay. Oh, boy. I feel like we're going to lose. But... Yeah. <laughs> You'd think. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do know a lot about his milk preferences. Well, almost well, all it? the questions You've are share related. Them. So, uh, what what milks? Just not cow milk. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. do you have a thing. favorite alternative milk? I kind of like coconut milk. Oh, coconut milk. I think. Uh, are you an almond milk drinker? Because you don't like the oats. No, I like the I like the oat. Oat but milk goes hard. Mostly almond. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, please give a warm Texas Roadhouse welcome to the love of my life and Stephen Baker's former lover, Lily Shaker. <laughs> Hi, Lily. Welcome Ooh. to the show. It's, it's her first time, everyone. Hi. She's going to explain the rules of the game we're about to play, so go ahead. two rounds of six questions in each round one co-host will answer a question for the first uh, six i'm gonna write my answer and steven's gonna guess what he thinks my answer will be dom you'll answer for yourself and andre you'll guess what you think dom is gonna say and then after six we'll switch 
Do we both have to write it down? Yes, so we can see if you're on the same page or not. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And oh, you lift them for the people listening and not watching. Say your answer after we've like seen it. Yeah, we'll we'll hold it up and then we'll say it out loud so people can also hear it. We'll get a point every time that we match up, and whoever gets the most points at the game is the superior podcast duo. That's just that's just the rules. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Now. Now that you've agreed to the game, we can tell you the special lose conditions. You will be banished <laughs> to the shadow realm for all eternity. Okay. Oh no. That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> now, what do you guys think is worse, the shadow realm or death? Because apparently in the Japanese version, they just died. <laughs> oh shit. Which sounds better than going to the shadow. <laughs> going realm. to the shadow realm, right? Because then you're just like stuck there forever. I think the shadow realm is actually much darker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for this first six questions. Um, Zach and Dom are answering the question, and Steven and Andre are guessing. Question one. What is your co-host's middle name? You're gonna get a couple seconds, so make sure everybody's got it. I'll count to three, and after I count to three, show your answer to the screen. Wait, wait. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I need to think. Everybody good. That's okay. Yeah, take a second. Wait, am I am I guessing what am I guessing Dom's or Dom's? Right now, I thought I was Dom. guessing I'm guessing Andres, right? The question is what is your co-host's middle name? I will edit this out to make it seem like we got it the first time. <laughs> the, the question is what is your co-host's middle name? So, Dom, you're answering what Andres' middle name is. I'm answering what I think Stevens is. And Andre, you can either write what your middle name actually is or what you think Dom might think it is if he doesn't know what it is. So you can try to match up. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Isn't it and? No. <laughs> in the... In the... In the... <laughs> What? <laughs> Steven and Baker. <laughs> I feel like Dom is looking it up on Facebook right now. I'm not. Oh, I, impossible. I, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> You're not a middle name, a middle name guy to put it on your Facebook. Is my middle name on my Facebook? I don't know. I have no idea. If I we were friends on Facebook, maybe we'd know. I, I know thing? I've seen I've seen the initial on an email before. Ooh. Oh. Does everyone have a guess? I do have a guess as to what my middle name may be. One, two, three, show your answers. Oh, my screen is mirrored. It looks fine to me. (laughs) Everybody read it out loud. Okay, so I put that Steven's middle name is Alan. My middle name is Alan, and I I guess that is... I I knew he'd get it right. I I believed in him. Okay. Dom and Andre, how'd it go for you guys? I, I put I put that his middle name was Edward. And it is actually James. <laughs> oh, well, not, not quite. Gloat, so we'll just move on to the next question. Now we're not going to get to answer that question in reverse, are we? Because I, We won't yeah. answer the question in reverse. When we switch, it'll be different questions. Darn. <sighs> Why? Does he know your middle name? For sure. <laughs> uh, it is Dom. <laughs> oh, so you're one of those go-by-the-middle-name people. Yeah, okay, yeah. I respect that. I respect it. Steven, do you know my middle name? Yeah, Martavius. That's not my, that's not my middle name. <laughs> that's not my name. Do you name. not actually know what it is? Is it Christopher? 
No, but that's kind of nice. My middle name is Jonathan. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. It's spelled wrong, too, because my parents are dumb. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Question number two. If your podcast were about any other show, which would your co-host choose? So Zach is saying what I would choose for it to be about? Yeah. If it was about a different show, what would your co-host choose? Oh, no. Wait, sorry. I'm guessing for Andre, what yes. he would choose. Okay. Yes. I'm not confident in this one, but I did my best. I'll be shocked if I haven't Everybody gotten ready? this. I think Steven could maybe more confidently answer it about me. I don't, I'm not Two. sure about him. Are we all ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hold mine up. For those that cannot see the screen, oh, I have written no. Bob, Psycho, whatever. And Steven wrote, I don't know, probably some hentai. I feel like that's close. Oh, no. Is that close? <laughs> Is that like a third point? Nah. So what did you guys get? That I guess really the Chevy guess, Chase that. show, which okay. seemed like the obvious guess. Sure. And I get, and I put the real answer of the West Wing. <laughs> nice. I watched the West Wing, but I've heard time and time again how incredible. So this is, is. I love this is news to me, and you know I have a no Sorkin policy. <laughs> <laughs> this Do you is have a, a free poster home. in your classroom with Aaron Sorkin's face with like oh, a, that's what I, a that, that should be red like, stripe through fill that wall. Definitely. <laughs> I should have put Young Sheldon. Right. Oh, oh like that'd be that would have been young good. Sheldon. That would have. There been... were so many obvious answers, but West Wing was not an established joke already. <laughs> I know your guys' fascination with Baby Nut from the Planters universe. Is, oh, yeah. is Baby Nut like the commercial version of Young Sheldon? Is it like same? Oh, yeah, kind of. But he's Peanut Jr. now. Yeah. Can I tell you guys a, a fun 21. fact? Yeah. Angsty teenager? Uh, okay. I yeah. know somebody, uh, a student at the studio, actually works for, used to work for Planners, and she was oh. part of that advertising team for Baby Nut. <laughs> Oh, so in she like? Can she, you put me in contact? I would for, love to. For a she, right, Is this the person responsible. <laughs> right, I know she like at least like had to do with like the Super Bowl ad and the peanut shoes that they made. I want a pair. They were shoes. They made. They actually look pretty freaking <laughs> kick-ass. They they you made planters tennis shoes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm derailing this so much. That's fine. We're learning a lot. That's fine. You can't What's displant a, a nut cast. Question number three. Which community character would your co-host like to be stranded on a deserted deserted island with? Wait, wait, wait. I think Steve... I answer who I think Steven would like to be stuck on an island with. Most of these questions are going to be about the the other person. I feel pretty confident (laughs) in my answer. Oh, no, because there's... I don't know which one you went with, but I hope... Well, I'm not going to try to give it away. Write your heart. Write your heart out. I did. Is everyone is everyone prepared? Wait, wait I need I need a moment. Okay. I, there's a couple. I'll find some good game show music that won't get us. Oh yeah. Even though I quite often no, play. If you talk, uh, uh, p- play it on like 1.5 times speed. Ooh. Literally, our last podcast ends with a complete live track from Sting that I didn't change at all because we joked around all episode that for our season finale he was going to perform at the end of it and I, I've used a lot of stuff I've never had any problem but maybe if more people listen to my, our podcast I will <laughs> okay I think I have it okay one two three show them 
Hey. Hell yeah. Yes. Nice. Oh my god. Yeah, Look at we that. Point. So, okay, so for me and Steven, what did we put, Steve? Uh, we put the lovely Britta. Which, you would love to be stuck with, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't I, think it would go the way you want. You don't, I don't know how I want it go. to go. What about you we guys? We also both had the same answer, and it was Chang. <laughs> okay. Nice. A okay, bold move, keep, Cotton. Let's <laughs> train roll in. Number four. What Greendale class would your co-host mo be most likely to enroll in? Hmm. I don't know what mine would be. Ice cream 101. History of ice cream. <laughs> hmm. Ready, Freddy? I'm prepared. Everyone prepared? Okay. I'm prepared. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, wait. Interpretive dance. <laughs> or, oh, I went with ones that were real, Steven. Yeah, uh, intro, I should have. In, interpretive dance or can I cry that. Steven, what did you put? I said intro to anime. <laughs> okay. I thought you'd guess that one. What about you guys? Did you end up on the same page? <laughs> Andre, how would I have guessed trains, trains, trains? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, young Sheldon. Sheldon loves trains. Come on. The writing was all over the wall. Come on. What Why would put? I have put logistics? <laughs> <laughs> because that's your actual major. <laughs> so I would think you'd be most likely to, or at least if you had gone to college at Greendale, you would be most likely to be enrolled in that. Trains, trains, trains. Trains, trains, trains. <laughs> Looks like the cracks in the duo are starting the show, huh? That was a good guess. Those, some those steamy act. exclusives. Okay, what's next? Number five. Who of your podcast duo is most like Troy and who is most like Abed? If you're gonna compare. Should I put like an equal sign or <laughs> I put a colon because I I'm fancy. Ooh, use an Oxford comma. There we go. Okay. Ready, Freddy? Everyone ready. Let's go, Joe. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, Dom and Andre, you go first. What do we got? Uh, we got the same thing, I think. Dom we just is... wrote it in the exact opposite format. <laughs> Dom is Abed, Andre is Troy. I have put that I am white Abed and that Steven is black Troy. <laughs> and I came to the same conclusion. <laughs> so nice. point for the both of us. Is there one more before we switch? Mm -hmm. Uno mas. Okay, okay. En espanol, por favor. You guys just need one to to get one up on us. We're Zach and Steven are at three, and Dom and Andre are at two. Still anyone's game. Still anyone's game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, number six. What's your favorite thing your co-hosts bring to the table on the podcast? Aww. What's your favorite thing your co-host brings to the table Am on your I podcast? Am I guessing what Andre thinks that You're I writing about table. Andre. No, what do you think Andre brings to the table? And Andre, what do you think Dom will say is the best thing that you bring oh, to the table? Oh, okay, okay. This luscious ass. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> ready? Yeah. Okay. Yep. For the first time ever, I'll say something nice about Steven. Oh, gross. Here we One, go. Three, go. Aww. Oh. Aww. <laughs> Steven, are you doing this? 
Yeah. Doing the shot. He's doing the shy the fingers. Uh, I have put laughter and positive attitude and luscious ass. Aww. But Steven put the laugh. That was my main focus. I'll I'll give us that if, if no one has a problem with that. Yeah. Dom and Andre. What did uh, Andre put? Silence. <laughs> I tried to say something nice, but. What did you put? Yeah, I said worldly slash pop culture knowledge. Uh, I put silence. And he thought I would be more mean. I You're the pen and teller of podcasts. I don't. How does that work for a podcast? <laughs> I guess Very everyone carefully. listen to Dom and Andre in the morning every week. And you'll find, find out. out. Okay, so now I think we're going to switch. So now I will. Uh, Steven will be answering. I will be guessing his responses and vice versa. Andre, you'll be answering. And Dom will be guessing his responses. So we're switching roles. Let's see if we can figure it out. A flip-flop, switch-swap. Seven. If your co-host could swap you out with one of the hosts of the other podcast, which would it be? I think I'm confident on this one. Perhaps. Everyone got something? Ready, Freddy? Uh, I'm just taking a random guess. That's fine. One, two, three, shoot. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So there's some interesting synergy here. (laughs) Okay, so I I said that, you know, if if my co-host could swap me out, he'd switch me for Dom because glasses, hashtag nerd. And Zach said... Either would be better is what I thought Steven would say. (laughs) We don't get along great. So did you both think of it as you had to trade for one of us? Yeah. That was what I took it as. See, I went for a completely different podcast. That's okay. What did you go with? Because I said I said Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, TV's Kevin Lanigan, <laughs> friend of the Kevin show. Lanigan. Yeah, we're fans of his. That's a good choice. <laughs> but and I, guess I did not say Kevin. That it had to be also one of you two. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like well, Stephen wants Dom, Andre wants me, but Dom's not so committal. So we'll see where this goes. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. What's next? Question number eight. Who is your co-host's biggest community crush? Who is your co-host's biggest community crush? So who is mine? And who do I think Steven thinks mine is? Um, actor name or... Whichever. If, if one of you says the actor and the other says the character, okay. we'll still count it. I've gone with one of the truest... Uh, Thick Queens on Greendale's campus, if everyone's prepared. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, I'm going to lift mine up. (laughs) Easy. Okay, so a point for Dom and Andre. They've both put Annie. I went with Leonard. I think we'd have a good time together. Steven thinks I'm I'm more a Dean Pelton guy, which... He is more a Dean Pelton guy. I could be. I said Dean Pelton, bark, bark, woof, woof. (laughs) I would, uh like to change my deserted island answer to leonard instead of chang i was in between leonard and chang but i thought you would probably choose chang instead because leonard might die yeah well oh, food. No. <laughs> all right does that tie it up no no it's still one between it's, us yeah question number nine if you could change one thing about what your co-host brings to the podcast table, what would it be? So if I, if Steven could change something about me? Okay. 
Okay. Hold on, I'm writing. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, no. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. Oh, Don, complete opposites. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Neither of us were on the same page. I thought Steven would say I talk too much, but he just wishes we were actual real-life friends. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Wait, no, Andre, you were supposed to be... Weren't you supposed to be saying what you would change about me? Isn't that... <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. Oh, well. I thought put? I was guessing what you would change about me. Dom says oh. shorter episodes... Because I thought more. Andre would want to make the episode shorter, but he thought that I would want him to talk more. <laughs> <Yeah>. so <it's, laughs> there's some sort of special miscommunication here. <laughs> it's like we're almost getting it, but almost, yeah, not close. quite. <laughs> Wait, for question number ten. Yeah. The big one zero. Movie were okay. <laughs> if a movie were to be made about your podcast duo, who would play your co-host? Oh, wasn't this just a question on Twitter? I didn't see that, but Synergy. someone posted it about, or maybe it was just like I tried to tweet about this the other day, and I literally couldn't think of an answer. So, so Andre, um, you'll put who would play Dom. Dom, you'll put who you think Andre would say plays you, and same with Steven. Steven will put who would play me. Oh, oh, wait, and okay. I have no Steven, I, have... I hope you and I are thinking. There's one understand. right answer for this. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> this makes it more difficult. I... Okay. That kind of Obviously, Catherine McPhee. Oh, <laughs> no, wait. Alright. Tom, it doesn't matter. We're not getting this. <laughs> TV's okay. Kevin Lanigan. People can. You guys both can get a. It can still happen. Okay. I, okay, I got, I got my best guess. I do feel like we have to defend our home turf since we're on our show, but I'd be willing to give the win to you guys if you can snake it out. Let's see what we got. I'm lifting mine up. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> People always say, I look like Rick Moranis. Steve and I have both have both decided on that. What did you guys have? Andre said Chris Pratt. That's a I said compliment, Sarah. I suppose. Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah was the correct answer, yeah. That... Chris Pratt, in his own way, is kind I... of like a jacked Michael Sarah, who's in his like late 30s or 40s. If I, I had remembered I that Michael Sarah existed... No, I'm um... pretty sure Michael Sarah evolves into Jesse Eisenberg, and which then okay. evolves into um, Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh. That's the, that's the tree. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Confirmed. Question number 11. Which host of your podcast is most likely to sell out and turn the show into a corporate show? I'm ready. One second. My handwriting is bad. I'm ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. One, two, three. What? what? We've all got it wrong. We've we, all we the other one. <laughs> I put me in parentheses sponsored by Loot Crate. Uh, I put, put me hashtag Candy Crush. And then we, me and Andre both put Candy each Crush. other. 
I, I think we're probably equally likely to sell well, I think any of us would jump on any opportunity given. So any uh, potential sponsors for either of our shows listening, bring it on. Squarespace, come on. I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, KY Jelly. Zach and I never do a podcast without first <laughs> slapping on some KY Jelly. KY Jelly for all your podcast and personal needs. KY Jelly. Thanks, guys. Not a sponsor, just hopeful. <laughs> okay, one more? Yeah, one more question. Why don't we make it double credit? Because it could, if you guys get it right, it would tie us. If we get and then wrong. we're both the best, and we have a sudden oh. death to see who gets sent to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> All right. What's the last one? Question number 12. Which host of your podcast is most likely to quit or be removed from the podcast? Like, dragged out. I swear, if we f*** this up... If we f*** this up, then, then Andre's off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you censor your podcast. I'm sorry that you have to edit that now. Hey, we only edit the f*** word. It's fine. You can say whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> Steven's mom listens. Hi, Mary. <laughs> and my grandparents. Hi, Grandma. Okay, we ready? <laughs> One, two, three, go. Okay. <laughs> We've all got it right. Unfortunately, <laughs> that doesn't squeeze the wind from you guys. But boy, was that fun. We learned a lot about each other. Feel like we and that was the Newlywed Game Podcasters Edition, brought to you by KY Jelly. <laughs> okay, so to uh, thank you very much, Lily, for Hi. doing that. Everyone send my girlfriend some love. Okay, uh, Steven, Thanks, you, Lily. Steven has sent her plenty of love in the past, so you don't have to send any more. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's turn it back to season one. A couple of things to talk about before we wrap this thing up. First is uh, Steven and I like to, at the end of every episode, give an MVP award to the character that we think is best represented uh, in each episode. And today I went through all of our podcasts and kind of went down memory lane and and tallied up all of the votes that we gave all season to see who we gave the most to. And I also want us to give an emotionally-based answer to see if they go along with what the data was. So according to the data that Steven and I had throughout the season, uh, we, very, we both gave Abed the most MVPs out of anyone. Uh, when we put all of our tallying together, it's a strong lead of Abed with Annie, Troy, and Pierce, the next highest tied so it's a pretty strong Abed lead, but I don't know that I would go with Abed for my emotionally based MVP, just because, sure, they do so much great stuff with mm -hmm. Abed, and, and uh, Abed might be Community's best creative invention, but I don't think he's best served in this season. I think that's still coming up. I think he's a little underserved in this season. So I'm going to give my emotionally based MVP for the entire season to Annie. Uh, I think Annie does so well throughout the uh, throughout the season and the change in character is really subtle but but comes through very strongly and i feel like allison Bree's performance just gets better and better as the season goes on as much as i have my issues with pascal's triangle revisited i think she's great in that episode mm -hmm. and any other time she gets the spotlight i think she does a great job so that's it for me yeah steven what about you uh so i uh I pretty handedly voted most MVPs to Abed 
uh, if we tallied up when we tallied up our scores. But I also am going to change that with my emotionally based one and give it to my boy Troy. Because even though I think Annie, especially from an acting standpoint, does a fantastic job of like showing growth and a lot throughout this whole season, I laugh every time Troy's on the screen. Like it just you know pretty much every line he has, I'm I'm laughing. So I think that you know he just for me shines bright in the whole picture. What about you guys? What say the both of you? Uh, this is interesting. I mean, this is uh, you know you you guys have your own like end of episode focus that you think about. I guess we like think about this in a way, but we don't have like cold, hard numbers to back it up. Mm -hmm. We're always just kind of keeping track of where everyone's at in our head. But, um, and I like ending our show with something that's emotionally based. I, I like us being kind of like a water cooler chat. We'll get together after the episode and talk about it. And I love how you guys (laughs) put your, your data into it to, to find out the, the numbers of what makes the best episode. Yeah, but still, I w- what what do you guys think? Um, Andre, do you have one right off the uh, off the top? Because hmm. um, I I'm tempted to just say, I, I mean, unfortunately, I, I always hate giving an answer that ends in Jeff, but <laughs> the answer may just unfortunately be Jeff. I would love to say it's Annie, but I just like don't think it is like i'd always love to give like credit to annie but i think when annie gets a chance to shine especially um with jeff Mm -hmm. like and and see that chemistry and see how annie like pushes him to him to improve i think that's fantastic but really at the end of the day it's it's jeff winger's show and really this is kind of jeff winger's season overall Yeah, there's no there's no episode that or no season that's more just about Jeff, I think. Um, And they haven't really even considered what they're only just starting to toy with the idea of what even is the group when Jeff's not around. Mm -hmm. So I'd say just like the amount of growth he's gone through and in terms of writing, the amount of consistency you see from Mm -hmm. Jeff and these big like emotional moments that come through more and more as the season progresses. I I think it's yeah, it's it's Jeff. I think the the reason I can't give it to him even though sure it's his season and and he's so much the focus, it's that I spent at least half the season not liking him. And sure maybe he's got a strong second half, but I'm thinking of consistency like who always put a smile on my face. I get Troy as a, as a answer from Steven and I I see why Abed could be that too. Uh and I think I've always underrated Annie when I was younger watching this show that watching it this time she's surprising me a lot more so that has a lot to do with it Andre what do you got okay um I'm deciding between Abed and Annie I think I think I'm gonna go with Abed I respect that Mm -hmm. um I think throughout the whole season he's kind of been kind of the same like not not a super like not always at the front of the episode but he's like sort of the puppet master i guess of some episodes yeah um and i really really enjoy what he brings to the rest of the characters what he brings out in the rest of the characters I think I just didn't give it to Abed because i know i'm probably going to give a lot of them to Abed so i wanted to have a little bit of variety yeah yeah it's been a great season it's been so fun to 
delve back into the show in a different way. And I think your guys' situation is a little bit different to mine and Steven's where if it wasn't for doing the show, I don't know, it's kind of how we talk and how we hang out. We live in different states. Um, we weren't talking as much as we should have. And now we have a thing to do together and to hang out every week and to joke around. And it's a lot of fun. And the fact that people listen to it and interact with it just puts another layer on it that makes it even more fun. So it's been really great, and I hope it's been great for you guys, and I hope for continued success for you guys, and I'm glad to hang out with you guys. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, It's nice to see that we can all be in the same room and the universe doesn't implode. I know. I was really worried (laughs) that there was going to be some sort of of, of time. Singularity. Yeah, yeah. something something was going to get messed up. I was thinking to myself earlier, since this is clearly the crossover event of, of the generation, yeah, uh, we're over we more, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. I was about to ask, are we more Jimmy Timmy Power Hour or are we more That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana? <laughs> <laughs> Man. That should have been in the game show questions. I don't know. I think Jimmy Timmy Power Hour is, I think, really more of a heavy heavy hitter. More like earth, <laughs> earth-shattering, earth-bending. Yeah. Like... Um, Sweet Life of Hannah Montana is more of just like a you know like they walk in and everyone's like woo <laughs> yeah and there's like totally. no no substance you know yeah that's true and most crossovers end up being quite disappointing so I hope that this was not that for for people who are listening we're glad that you're listening uh, one of the last things we have to do while we're all here is choose a winner for this giveaway thing we've been doing I've got all the names compiled I've got hey the list Zach shuffled. before that do we yes. still want to read any of the Twitter stuff oh yeah Steven. I totally forgot about that. You we did. wanted it's okay. to go ahead. Just just say it. Just do it, and I'll edit it in. <laughs> just do it. Okay. Speaking of interactions, <laughs> uh, we asked you guys to tell us on Twitter who your MVP of the season was. So I'm going to read some of those replies from you guys, um, and then kind of give you the results of what our polls were uh, for your MVP, like who you guys voted for the most. Um, so Matt, hey there, Matt, uh, said that Annie was his MVP because of her additions to his favorite episodes of the season, Football, Feminism, and You, Introduction to Statistics, Debate 109, Basic Genealogy, and Pascal's Triangle Revisited, all great episodes for Annie. Um, communities... Interesting list of favorite episodes. Yeah, though, right? <laughs> for sure. Basic Genealogy, get out of here. <laughs> um, our community papa <laughs> said, hey, uh... The gif of Annie saying chugga chugga woo woo and Troy responding ignore her we are serious. So another Annie fan there. Um, Sir David of Crockett said <laughs> Troy and Abed as a unit and Chang Mammy Pierce. I think all of them definitely have some shining. I think Troy and Abed start to shine a little more in the coming coming days. But I'll give it to you. Whether I, like Chang, I feel like Chang's only in like five episodes. That's or fair. Like- you I feel know. like he's only really in a handful of episodes this season. Well, and he hasn't had his best line yet, but we'll get to that in a later date. Um, hmm. Weatherick with with the people's champ, Vaughn. Good answer. Good <laughs> I think answer. That's a good answer. I'll give that a yeah. Really good I good answer. Taste. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that Vaughn's gone after season one, but I could have done with more Vaughn in the in in the interim. Yeah. yeah, there are a couple of season one characters that are so specific to season one, like Vaughn and Slater, that it would have been kind of fun to revisit in the future. Mm-hmm. But I think they're yeah better left where they were. Yeah, I miss Vaughn. He's hey, he's hacky second, like schmear schmear now. So he's really he's Yang Wing. I don't know how to say it. Yang Wang like a ding dong, something like uh, that. Uh, sorry, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, advanced community studies said long, tall Jeff Winger. That's an answer. Um, <laughs> uh, a thankful guy named Joe said, hard not to say Jeff, but it's hard to ignore Annie, Abed, and Troy. A true uh, triple threat there with those three. Um, Brianne said Abed. Almost always Abed. Fair enough. Shorzy said Troy. They played around with his character so much in the first season because he was the funniest. Was, is, and always will be. <laughs> Good answer, Shorzy. And in the Community Rewatch podcast said season one Britta is their favorite and she deserves MVP for the science of illusion in modern warfare. I like that answer. I think Britta Definitely. has some great stuff. She's near and dear to my heart. Um, so overall, through all the replies you guys gave us, the overall winners uh, was a tie between Annie and Troy. So y'all some people after our own hearts a little bit. Um, I like that the four of us all seem to have different MVPs. That just shows how great community is if there are four sure. characters deserving. you know. And, and pretty much everybody got a nod there, um, other than Shirley, of course, because she doesn't really get a whole lot to do in season one. But we still love you, Shirley. Um, and then <laughs> Jeff and Abed got the second most mentions there so yeah thanks guys for for writing in and participating um and now i think zach has some exciting news that's really on the spot um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm excited we're gonna give away some stuff we've been hyping this up for a little bit i'm excited to send a box of stuff to a lucky uh person and i'm gonna have you guys kind of help me decide steven just give me a number between one and ten really quick seven Okay, that's how many times I am quickly shuffling the list. Dom and Andre, if you could also each both give me a number between 1 and 10, that will decide what person on the list I pick. 3. Okay. 6. Okay, so we're going 9. Okay, we're going to have to do that again because that would make the winner at communities on Twitter. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, so I'm going to stick with the nine, but I'm going to shuffle two more times for fun. Sorry, Dad, but come on, <laughs> use your credit card to buy the stuff, so we're not going to mail it. <laughs> yeah. It's really working. In a story circle. Okay, Ooh. so we'll, we've got a winner now. I, I shuffled it twice more, and the ninth down the list is Brianne at the Schmoopy on Twitter. Hey, so at congratulations. Schmoopy. She's someone that's been interacting with us a lot, so I'm happy to send you some stuff. Thanks for everyone that entered, and yeah. Reminder what she's won, Zach. <laughs> she's won the complete series of Community on DVD, a Troy and Abed in the Morning mug and t shirt, and a couple of really cute Community stickers. At a Ooh. flat rate of eighty nine ninety five plus shipping and handling. <laughs> it's yours. Can be yours. So to wrap this up, I'm really glad to hang out with you guys. This has been such a fun change of pace from what we usually do on the show to just, just chill out and kind of take a victory lap and, and reflect on what we've done. Dom, well Andre, heard. what can people look forward to in the second season of your show? Why should people that haven't checked you out already hop on board? I can almost certainly promise that it's about to get uh, somehow even weirder. <laughs> um, you know, uh, a lot of character growth has already happened. Season two is pretty weird, so we're hoping we can make the podcast just as weird. Um, I'm really hoping for my dinner with Andre, there will be uh, a, an incredibly special episode. Oh, has um, to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big one. So we're really already planning for that. There's a new theme song. <laughs> 
Um, there should be some really, really good guest interviews. Um, now that we've kind of, I think we've done a, like a good portion of the community podcast circuit. So trying to go a, beyond and then hopefully have some of those podcasts back on for some of their favorite episodes. So yeah, if you like good old story circle based analysis, you got to stop on by. Hell and yeah. season two of Community is so stacked that if you, if ever there was a time to listen to two takes every week on a season of Community, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a good one. There's going to be a lot of good stuff. Where can people find you guys if they don't already know how? Oh, God. Everywhere. I mean, just every, <laughs> everywhere. It's, it's hard. I mean, I've got cookie crumbs all over my browser, you know? Um, <laughs> no, wherever you find podcasts uh, or at anchor.fm slash Dom and Andre if you can't if you somehow can't find it anywhere else great well I'm very glad to have had you here anybody have any final words Stephen what have you got to say before we move on to the next phase of our existence yeah thanks uh Dom and Andre for coming on it's been a pleasure doing this with you guys we gotta you know do it again in about however many weeks it takes 22 us. weeks or so <laughs> so yeah. long right but it's been great uh thanks guys for listening and and watching and and interacting and just having fun with us when we've gone through one of our favorite shows so it's been a it's been an honor and a privilege if i could do it with anyone other than zach i would be even happier but you know (laughs) uh as they say you get what you get and you don't throw a fit (laughs) (laughs) wow okay uh not what i was expecting you to go with that but Yes, thanks to everyone who's come on the show, who supported the show, and we look forward to what we'll be doing in the future, starting next week with the season premiere of season two. Super excited. So, so make sure thing- you write oh. in. Write in your, your questions, comments, yeah. concerns about the season one premiere. Season two. We're going gonna, gonna, <laughs> to move on to the next season. For the season two premiere. And uh, let us know. Trivia questions. Who is your favorite in the episode? What was your funniest moment? Let us know. Yeah, you can email in all that stuff to CandacePointPodcast at gmail.com. And to wrap things up here from inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. Crickets. Come on, guys. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. The water's fine. I'm Dom. And I'm Andre. And thank you for spending your time with us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 (laughs) Bye, bye, bye. I wasn't sure if we were still allowed to talk or not. I thought that was... It's okay, that's understandable.